All right. Okay. Yes. We're good. Okay. We're good to go. All right. Hello, newbies. Welcome back to another episode of Lights, Camera, Storytime. Yeah. Our third episode <laughs> in. They say, I know. It's so exciting. They say third time's the charm. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. Alrighty, so hi guys. How was every let's do a check-in before we begin. How are you, Maxine? Okay. How was your week? Um, it's been good. I haven't That's really good. been doing much. Mm. Just kind of like being lazy as one usually does. Me too. When I they're mean, isn't in everybody lockdown? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how's Tara? Yeah. Check-in. How's Tara doing? She's doing good. Um she kept me up till like seven o'clock in the morning a couple nights ago. I uh, remember telling you this. Yeah, yeah, you told because me because we've been trying to get her to leave my bedroom, and of mm-hmm. course she picks the worst of times to decide <laughs> to leave my bedroom and go exploring. Oh my god! So yeah, at like quarter to four in the morning, she decides I'm gonna leave and I'm gonna go look at the apartment and everything. And like, I was like, great. She sleeps during the day. And what did you say? Like cats are on? No, what's the word again? Nocturnal. <laughs> cats are nocturnal. Yeah. yeah, there we go. So okay. I don't know these. They're words. always up during the night. <laughs> yeah. So they're night owls, but they're cats. They're night cats, I guess. <laughs> yes, they're night cats. So my sleep schedule is way off. Oh, mine too, girl. Because of her. Here. But obviously you have, like, so, like a cat that's bothering you about it. So, like, oh. Yeah. You need to get your sleep schedule back. I pray for you. Everybody, uh, one like you calls. <laughs> one prayer <laughs> for Maxine's sleep schedule to come back. Thank you. No problem. I'm just glad that, like, I don't have work right now. So yeah. I can't actually, like, sleep in and catch up on the sleep that I have been deprived of because of my adorable mm-hmm. cat. So, but it's okay. We forgive Tara. It's all good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's lucky she's cute. She's or she'd adorable. be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> but how was your week? Anything um, new going on? I bought the new Rare Beauty line of the Stay Vulnerable line by Selena Gomez. Ooh. I'm wearing it right now, actually. I decided to wear it today. So, this is like, I don't know if you could see in the camera. I don't know if you're, you're going to see when you edit it, but it's, yeah. like, it's like a glossy, it's like a lip gloss sort of. She also has like an eyeshadow, liquid eyeshadow and like blush, but like I already bought okay. a blush. So I was like, you know what? I'll get the lip gloss because I, I really love lip glosses. So I just bought it because obviously it's Selena and also I just love of makeup. Course. Yeah. So obviously the queen. <laughs> yeah. I saw that Selena's in a new TV series. I don't know what it is. Like everybody's making rumors about it. Not rumors, but like there's like a lot of things about her like going on set every day. So like, but we don't know what the show's about. We don't, I think it's like a new upcoming TV series, which is like really new for her. Yeah. Like the last time I ever saw her on TV was like Wizards of Beverly Place. Like, literally. Yeah. That was the last... I think... But she's done movies here and there after the series ended. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think she just... I remember she said in an interview that she was going to quit acting. And everybody was, like, oh. so depressed about it. Yeah. This was, like... Because I think this was the time when, like, um, she was in, like, a mental state issue and, like, her kidney transplant and stuff. So maybe she thought... Mm-hmm. Let me... I think she wanted to quit. Maybe that's what she thought. But, like, I think she... I think it was just a break, to be honest. But mm-hmm. but now I'm really glad, like, I don't know, like, I've heard rumors about her being on a show and stuff, or filming a show, excuse me, but we don't know nothing about it. But, yeah, I'm actually really excited for her to come back on screen again. But I think she really needed the break, you know? And as actors, yeah. like, I think it's really important, like, we are going to be talking about acting today a lot on this episode. I think it's really important that um, actors, like, really need to take a break, mentally take a break, and also, like, mentally focus on themselves, because... It is, it gets really overwhelming, and I think it's just really important Mm -hmm. for any actor to just take a brief break, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it can just be so, like, taxing on the body, too. Like, you get so exhausted. Yeah. Like, doing all these crazy hours and playing these characters. Yeah, like, you're playing a different person, and it's like you have to forget about you for, like, a solid few hours of filming, right? So it's like, yeah. it gets really hard. They say like, you know what? I've heard a lot of people say, acting is so easy. Like, it's such an easy task. Sweetie, no. 
It is no. no. No, it is not. I mean, like, my friends were in a short film. Not short film, sorry. Like, I did Asylum film for that project that we did in the film school. I don't know if you remember, but we had, like, a directing, like, class. And, like, one of the teachers, like, told us to make Asylum film and, with the music in it. And I remember, yeah, like, yeah. I, I got my friends to be in the Asylum film because they all lived in Vaughn. And nobody, nobody from school is going to come all the way to, like, a small, like, not really a small town, but it's, like, a far away from Toronto. It's, like, an hour commute. So it's, like... Mm-hmm. so it's like I think it was best that I got my friends in it and they all thought it was gonna be so easy and then like every time I yelled cut every time I like said oh do it this this way or do it that way they're like wow this is like really hard you do this every day <laughs> and I'm like every day sis yeah I know every day every day so, but I guess like they took a lot from it too because they're not really known as actors even though they love to help me mm-hmm. like do that movie silent film stuff that's I thought like it was really like interesting to see that normal people got to have that experience. I don't want to call them normal, but like, you know what I mean? It's like the people that are not mm-hmm. like us that do this all the time. And so it's so used to doing that. It's like, it's like, wow. Like the, like it was very interesting to see what their perspective was like than how we got used to it every day in school, you know? Yeah. Enough with the jibber jabbering. I guess that's the mm-hmm. word. I don't know my English. Let's get started. So obviously, okay. we're going to jump right into what we always, we mention here and there about the problem. If you guys don't mm-hmm. know what is referred to, I guess we could we could say it, I guess. I don't know. If we're I don't get, see like, any reason why we can't. Okay, so obviously there is a, a virus. We're in a pandemic. Yeah. If you guys don't know, if you haven't seen anybody wearing masks or like, obviously the clubs are closed. If and, you like, don't no know by now. <laughs> yeah, there is a thing called yeah. COVID-19. And yes. basically we mentioned here and there a lot about it. And let's just talk about it. Cause I know everyone is going to be so sick of like everybody talking about COVID because it's like, ew, it's so weird to say it. COVID. Yeah. Um, like, uh, I know if you want to skip it, I would do, I would do it too. <laughs> yeah, but I think, do. Obviously, but we're not going to talk about the virus itself because obviously everybody knows what's going on. Obviously, if you haven't seen the news, go on CNN. Like they literally like talk about it every day, 24 hours a day. So mm-hmm. um, I think we could just say what we personally feel after COVID-19 really affected us, I guess. We could talk about us how it affected us mentally and what our thoughts are and how we feel about it. I guess that's like the same thing, but I want to hear from you, Maxine. Like, how do you okay. feel mentally and how did it affect like what did you think when like all of this happened? Like, what was your feeling towards it? Like, were you upset? Were you like like discouraged or like what what was your feeling, I mm-hmm. guess you would say? Um, like, I'm happy I don't have to go to work because <laughs> yeah. I hate my work. But (laughs) it was so weird because when this all happened, we were just finishing up school. Like, when everything shut down, we only had a week left. Can I just say one thing? It was really Mm -hmm. weird how literally our last day was supposed to be the day COVID, like, literally hit. Like, literally, it was our second last day. And then we were like, see you guys tomorrow. And then COVID hit. And we ended up having to... Go on lockdown. So yeah, yeah. So not weird. only like, was I it that. not only was it weird that you know school was ending, but also my work shut down at the exact same time. So yeah, I think everything I went shut from, down at the same time. Yeah, so it was weird because I went from doing two things to doing nothing, like all scrapped out, gone. Bad. Yeah, all like, like just done and I was it, it took me a yeah. while I definitely say my motivation was definitely eve- like affected because oh, when yeah, you're at home too. like you just want to do nothing you just want to hang out and do nothing so mm-hmm. trying like to like the last episode on the first episode like the comfortability it's like yeah your house is like again like your house is like relaxing and obviously when you're home like you're just vibing you're just relaxing doing your own thing watching shows like it's your comfortable place to be and the fact mm-hmm. that, like, we're all locked in, it's, like, we're too comfortable, and then we lose that motivation, like you said, like, because we're too comfortable, yeah. we're too relaxed. Yeah, so, like, trying to find a routine to even yeah. just, to, like, wake up, have something to eat, do something during the day, like, it was gone. And yeah. even still, like, I just find it hard to motivate myself to do things, so. 
I think that was yeah. my biggest thing. I'm an introvert, so I <laughs> love being by myself. I love like being isolated in a sense. I'm not a social person anyway, so like yeah, that I heard, didn't affect me. I heard a me. lot of like introverts like they get like ever since COVID came, they were so happy at first, but then it started to like really affect them. Did that affect you in a way? Like no. really badly? Because one of my friends is a is an introvert and she was like, I can't stand being home. Like I, I can't anymore. Like I think she lost like not lost it like crazy, but like it was like Ugh, I'm just tired of being home. Like, when are we going to get out, you know? Like, I'm kind of being tired of being home. Well, for me, I know this is probably going to sound, like, really sad, but even before COVID hit, I never left my house. I never hung out with friends. I never socialized with people. Like, I'm I would just, like, go to school. <laughs> Thanks. I would either <laughs> go to school, come home, go to work, come home, and I would never leave the house unless I absolutely had to. And that's obviously tied yeah. to my anxieties. I don't like leaving the house on my own unless I have a reason to. So yeah. when when COVID hit, it was just like my normal everyday life, except I don't have to leave the house anymore. Yeah, like without so. like all the other like stuff, like just like basically every like you're because I feel like since like COVID hit, like we all had schedules and I felt like we move too fast. Like, I feel like we're always here and there, here and there every day. And we do the same routine mm -hmm. all the time. And when COVID hit, like everybody kind of lost control. Like, whoa, what's, what's happening to my schedule? Well, probably half of the people, like they're still working and like still going to school, but it's all like, like different now. Honestly, yeah. thank God, thank God we didn't have to do online classes. I'm actually so Oh, I grateful. know. I'm so glad that we didn't have to do online. I feel bad for all my friends are like online like classes right now and they were saying like how it's so like it's I mean it's not difficult obviously it seems easy but like obviously there's always like glitches or like the assignments are harder and like you have to hand it in on a certain time like it's it's really stressful I guess you would say mm -hmm. so I don't know but yeah I mean for me personally I think like Obviously, like, I was so used to just going to school every week, just doing the same thing. And then the, I will always look forward to the weekends, like, to just hang out with my friends or, like, talk to them or, like, just catch up with them. I don't go – I'm not saying I'm a, like, crazy person. Like, I don't go out every weekend. But, like, it will be nice to just, like, have, like, a stay-at-home day and stuff. But now I feel like every day is a weekend for me. I think that's the only thing that physically – like, mentally and physically changed. Because yeah. now, like, every day I feel like it's, like – for me, because obviously we're done school, like – it's like a weekend for us like every day because obviously you don't work and I don't work right now either because obviously mm -hmm. the cases are going up sporadically so it's yes. like it's just like I just feel like also um like I feel like at first I was really happy that COVID came like I just felt like yes like I because I'm always home too but not but like I have like a balance like I like to be home some weekends and it's one weekend like if my friend wants to go out I'll go out you know Mm -hmm. I just miss the normalcy, you know, like seeing my friends and like going out for a drive or going to go get sushi or like going to go to Toronto, like have a good time, you know. But I think that mm -hmm. was the only thing I really did. I hated it about it was not seeing my friends. And obviously, like I love my I love my family, but it's like I, I'm not sick of them, but it's like I always have to see them every day. And it's like, love you yeah. too. But <laughs> You know, like, I want to have, like, a normalcy. Like, I want to see Maxine, guys. Like, that's how bad. Yeah. yeah like, no. I mean, video call is fine. I mean, that's, I mean, thank God we have, like, we're Zooming. Like, literally, mm -hmm. we're Zooming right now as we're recording this. And it's like, I'm grateful to see you. But, like, I really want to hug you. And, like, I want to, like, physically, mentally. And, like, I really want to see Tara, too. So, it's like. Yes, everybody wants to I see Tara. <laughs> Like, literally, that's the only thing I hate about it. Like, literally, I just want to see yeah. everybody again. Yeah. yeah. And I think because it happened so abruptly, too, that didn't really help. Because I know, with yeah. like, with my class, we weren't able to have, like, that proper, like, goodbye with everybody. Yeah, like, with us, too, yeah. It was the same thing. So, yeah, so it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to see everybody tomorrow, and then, nope gone <laughs> i remembered we were supposed so. to have like a end of the year like like graduation party we were supposed to have it like before mm -hmm. our graduation day but obviously like it got canceled because of covid and like yeah i remember do you remember what everybody said oh by june it's gonna be over 
here we are. We're still here. We are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, okay. Since we're still on the topic of COVID, what do you think about anti-maskers and like mask in general? Like, like what do you? (laughs) You're like, oh no. Here we go. (laughs) I okay. I don't. Well, I mean, I sort of understand where the anti-maskers are coming from. Do I agree with it? Absolutely not. Oh, my but God. I want to say really like, quick. Yeah. I just want to say, there was a whole anti-mask, like, protest literally a few days into COVID or something like that. And they were all, like, standing outside, like, the um, like the city hall or something. And they were all, like, begging us to not wear masks. I thought that was the funniest thing. But yeah, I just, I don't anyways, understand yeah. how, you know, right now, like, we're not wearing masks for ourselves. We're wearing it for other people and yeah. to help other people. And it's like, how can you be so incredibly selfish as to think, oh, I'm not going to wear a mask because I don't want to. And, like, you're allowing all these other people to potentially suffer because of your stupidity. Like, I just, I, like, Facts. I can't fathom how people do that especially shout out to the karens especially the karens bro oh (laughs) my god wait i have a little mini thing i want to say too because i remembered i i was working like during covid but obviously right now i don't work but at the time when i was working i take orders like on the computer right so the people would come in and take orders so i was helping a police officer and this police officer wasn't wearing their mask so i didn't yeah like sorry to bash i swear to god he came in and he first like he was joking around like hi like um i'm a police like do i get a discount and i'm like um um, uh, no (laughs) and then um like he i thought because i saw him like carrying the mask and i thought he was gonna put on but he never ended up putting it on yeah so i didn't know Mm -hmm. that's the thing with me i'm so stupid like i didn't know whether to say like sir can you put on your mask but he's authority so like I don't I don't know if he was off duty I don't know if he was on de- like I didn't know what to say and like I the manager didn't say situation. yeah because if I tell him he's gonna be like well I'm on break and like I don't know because I feel like obviously they are the authority to tell us hey like don't wear like wear your mask and like be protected and stuff but it's like if we tell them it's like I don't know what to say I don't know it was really weird well, for me and they should know what the law is they are part of the law so. Yeah. I mean, I was like, wearing my mask. He didn't say anything. So, I mean, it would it would be really weird if I didn't wear my mask. He would have told me to wear it. That would be... Mm-hmm. Well, how can, you, how can you enforce the law if you're not going to do it yourself? Exactly. There's the real question. Exactly. <laughs> it's like even nurses. Like, oh my God, can we talk about the... I want to give a shout out to all the nurses that are literally, like, giving oh my God, up absolutely. everything. They literally give up everything to help. And everybody's like, oh, like, but, like, the nurses are, like, everybody keeps forgetting that nurses are literally there every day. Like, thank God we are staying home doing our part while they're, like, literally Mm -hmm. going to, like, the hospital every day to, like, help all these patients and help all this COVID-19 stuff. So it's, like... Yeah, yeah. I, I can't even imagine how exhausting that could be. I would be stressed. But yeah, shout out to I would them. be too. Yeah, shout out. Honestly, they are the real superheroes. Healthcare workers, here. healthcare workers. Finally, yeah. we're so <laughs> and we're s- finally getting the recognition. <laughs> I know we're finally supporting someone who yeah. actually like makes a difference and not just a celebrity who's facts, facts done something facts, stupid. Facts. Oh my god. <laughs> But yeah, like, honestly, like, people tend to forget that there are people out there that are literally trying their best to, even the people that are getting the vaccines, like, I think all these doctors and scientists are literally working their butt up every day to make all these, like, samples, like, copies of, like, the vaccines. So it's like, Mm -hmm. think about the hard work and dedication that they're putting in for us to have a normal life again, you know? Yeah. Oh, and a lot of people have been asking me personally if I'm getting the vaccine, and like i've been getting a lot of questions about that like even with my friends and in general like to be honest like wait okay are you gonna get the vaccine you don't have to answer if you don't want to um 
Well, well, one, I have a phobia of needles. So already my answer wants Girl, to be me no <laughs> because I hate needles and I don't want to do it. But I technically I am a part of the high risk group. I do have oh, so like, like yeah. lung and heart issues that could potentially mm-hmm. affect how COVID affects me. So I feel yeah. like I'd probably have to just for of my course. own safety. And for your health, of course. Yeah. And to live the normal life again. <laughs> Yeah. Well, life isn't going to be back to normal after this. We're definitely going to have a new normal. Yeah. But. Yeah. I feel like the thing is everybody's like, oh, once like we're going to get the vaccine, everything's going to be back to, mm, sweetie, mm, we don't know that. I feel like no. nothing is ever going to be back to the way it was at least until 2030, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's my prediction. You don't have to quote me at me or anything. Like, that's literally what I feel. Because obviously, I feel like, you know, I have this feeling that we're going to still wear a mask, regardless if we get the vaccines and stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, they don't know if, like, you don't have to wear the mask if you take the vaccine. They don't know yet. Because they haven't seen enough, like, research to actually see what the vaccine does. Yeah. So, but are you going to take it? I honestly don't know. Like, for me right now, like, I I want to wait until everybody else. Like, you know, when it's open to the public, I think, let me do my research and then, like, see, like, if I am willing to do it. Because my parents don't know. I think my dad's going to take it. But I don't know about my mom and me and my sister. Because, like, we all, we all don't know, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I guess I'll just wait until it's publicly out. See how everybody feels. See the yeah. long-term effects and stuff, you know? Plus, I hate yeah. needles, too, so I don't feel like I'm complicated <laughs> and not ready yet, either. So, <laughs> uh, I hate needles. I really, really do. But if that's going to help our future. Like, yeah, really. if, it's, if it's for the greater good, then obviously I'll do it. Exactly. But. Yes. I think that's enough of that. We covered a lot. Because, obviously, yes. I don't. That's the thing. I hate talking about COVID, and obviously, it's not, like, ugh. Everybody gets so annoyed that, because now... Like, whenever you go on FaceTime or you talk to your friend, there's no gossip, right? So it's like, so, what do you think of COVID? <laughs> and it's yeah. like, you go on, like, these rants for so long. So, I think... Well, we've talked about that. it, and now we don't need to talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a settle, slide in, there you go. Yeah. So, but I just want to move forward with how we feel mm-hmm. about people gathering and traveling, because it is a really big thing, and I feel like nothing... I'm going to say this, like, nothing is getting fixed. Obviously, the cases are going up higher here. I don't know how it is in other countries. But here, it's, like, going up sporadically. And obviously, every day, I'm telling you right now, Maxine, in my area, everybody's gathering. Like, I literally went to chat time yesterday. I sw- Okay, this is, like, a little mini thing. I'm shouting out to my city. Like, I freaking... Okay, so what happened was <laughs> I went to chat time because I always go, like, whenever I feel like it with my dad. Like, he wants to go to get gas. I'll be like, let's go to chat time, whatever. If you guys don't know what chat time is, it's, like, a boba place. So I love my boba. Mm-hmm. I just get, like, something... Whatever. Anyways, um, so I go to chat time all the time. And usually that's the place where everybody hangs out on the weekends. But I'll be like, obviously now because of COVID, like there's barely anybody there, right? I went one mm-hmm. day like to chat time to go pick up a drink and there was a lineup and I was like, oh, okay, like whatever, it's fine. Like keep my distance, whatever. Everybody was outside of the parking lot gathering. Like I saw like 10 people gathering, having their boba, like chilling out, like talking about life, acting like nothing is like, there's no pandemic. And I'm just like, sweetie, I can't believe that. sweetie, go home. I know you want to see your friends. But like, how are we, how are you going to see your friends in the future? How are you going to, yeah. I thought we wanted to change the future. I, what's going on in your brain? Like, hello? <laughs> well, and I feel like a lot of people think too, like, oh, if I'm outside, then I'm fine. Yeah. Like nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like literally this weekend, um, I went on a couple walks with some family members mm-hmm. and We went to some, like, fairly, like, busy areas, Mm -hmm. but, of course, like, I was wearing my mask, my family member as well was wearing their mask, Mm -hmm. literally every single person we ran into, and there were a lot of people, almost none of them were wearing a mask, and, like, not caring about social distancing or anything. Like, it was crazy. 
That is crazy. I I don't like that. Like, why? Can you just save it until we get the vaccine? Like, yeah. why is so? What is there tea to spill with your friends? <laughs> like, there's nothing going on in life right now besides like Trump getting impeached. What else is there on the news? Um, <laughs> that's it. Like, there's nothing. Nothing. Else. COVID. That's literally. Um, nothing's yeah. going on in my life. Like, I bet like nothing's going on with you besides. You telling me all about Tara every day. So it's like... Yeah, that's basically like, my life is my cat. Yeah. And plus, like, everybody has school, too. It's like a school night. And it's like, what are you guys, like, doing out? You know what, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. But I just don't understand why everybody... Like, I'm shouting out to everybody that I know or, like, just in general. Stop. Stop going out. If we want to have a better future, if you want to have a better future to see your friends and go out like to eat with your friends or like go out with your friends, like stay home. Yeah. Simple. It's it's such a simple task. Like what is so hard? I love my house. Like I don't understand like why everybody's so sick of their houses. Like go play your Wii, go Um, on your Nintendo Switch, (laughs) watch some new movies, TV shows. Like there's so much to do in your house and people like get sick of it. I guess like, I don't know how everybody else's living situation is, but it's like, like, just find, there's like other things to like, get a new hobby, draw, paint. Yeah. Um, like do anything besides like go out. Cause like, I mean, yeah, obviously get your essentials. That's really important. Go get mm-hmm. your groceries, do what you gotta do. But mm-hmm. just, that's it. Like if you need to go get your stuff. Oh yeah, I don't know if it works for your area, but my area, now we have a curfew. So if you're out like, ahead of like after 8 p.m. you can get ticketed which I find that really smart. I'm pretty sure my area has a curfew. I don't know what it is because again I never leave the house Mm -hmm. but (laughs) me yeah me too. (laughs) It's probably around it's probably around the same time because I know one of my supervisors they're still working at um, the place where I work doing like cleaning Mm -hmm. and stuff and they have to have a letter that says, hey, I'm out this late because I'm working in case they get stopped and are like, hey, what are you mm-hmm. doing out so late? So they don't get ticketed. Yeah. And that's like wild now that we, I feel like we're like, ah, there's this movie. I think it's, uh, ah, it was like a purge movie. It's not a scary movie, but it's like one of those movies where you have to stay, like, I don't remember what the movie was. If you guys know, I don't know if I describe it, but basically there's this movie where in this town they have to like live their life in the morning whatever but around 6 p.m at night is their curfew and they have to go back home and if you go if you don't go home like you get killed or something like that what <laughs> it's like he's murdering all these people i was gonna say the truman show but it's not the truman show it's something else i don't remember the movie i'm not i'm so bad but i remembered it was one of those movies i think i watched it in high school but thank God nobody's getting killed around here. We're just getting yes. ticketed. We're just getting fined. That was yes. so deep. <laughs> oh no. <sighs> but anyways, speaking of gathering, um, obviously I want to jump into the influencers because obviously like there's all these public figures that are obviously still going out, still hanging out with their friends. Like, okay, I'll name one example. Like if you guys don't know, Miss Queen, Charlie D'Amelio, well, I don't know if she's still the queen anymore on TikTok, but um, <laughs> no, because right now, right now she's getting canceled. Well, mm, this was like literally in the beginning of January, she was getting canceled, but I don't know if anybody still cares anymore. But okay, basically what happened was Charlie, Dixie, uh, Little Hoodie, Little Hoodie, I guess, and Nick, uh, Noah Beck, I almost called him Nick Beck for some reason. <laughs> Um, but anyways they went to the Bahamas during like I think it was like Christmas like New Year's or something like that and they tried to keep a low profile try not to post anything but obviously they got caught because some fans saw them and they were like let me take a picture and they posted on social media and everybody was like kind of pissed like why are you in the Bahamas during a pandemic they were wearing their masks they were wearing their masks and stuff and like that's that's good but it's like why are you like why are you traveling? That's a whole different level than gathering, but it's like, bro. Yeah. And plus, Noah Beck, our, our king. Know. Why? Not our <laughs> Noah Beck. Oh, I was so mad when I heard oh. about this. I think but I told you I, this too. Yeah, but it's like, mm-hmm. 
I see in the news all the time, all these celebrities are going on these, like, fancy luxury vacations right okay. now. I really want to say this. Why are they shouting out all these TikTokers, influencers going out? But I saw Justin Bieber going to the Grand Canyon with her, with his wife. And nobody's saying anything about that. I and don't he's like, know. He went, he went scuba diving and everything. Why is everybody going after? Oh, well, obviously, Justin Bieber's a celebrity, I guess. Yeah. Influencers are easier to target because it's like, you can comment on their stuff. You can say whatever you want. But it's like, I don't know. I just find that a little bit weird. But I don't know. Like, why are you? Like, that's the thing. Like, I get that you, you're stressed. I want to say what Noah said in an interview with after he came back from vacation. Like, guys, you're not going to. I was baffled. Like, the king, Noah Beck, said this. You're going to be upset, oh, no. Maxine. I'm upset. So he said he was in the he was in the parking lot. And a paparazzi caught him, and I guess, like, he asked him, like, how was the vacation? Like, how was everything there? And, like, acting like, hey, like, how was the vacation? Like, blah, 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 blah. And I guess, like, the paparazzi, there was one point where he asked him, like, why did you guys choose to go on vacation during a pandemic? Like, he finally, like, had the courage to ask. And Mr. Beck, Mr. Beck says, well, like, it's well, I don't know the quote like I'm not quoting this is literally like what I heard but like this is like based on what I saw in the video but he was like well to be honest like it's really stressful to be at home all the time and it's like we need to take a break so I thought it would be a great way to have a getaway just to get away from all this and I'm like get away from what COVID it's still around yeah. <laughs> you and can't also, get away <laughs> also a lot of people I saw this um YouTube video where this girl shout out to T um Spilly like that's like literally I get all my information about the drama of influencers based on that YouTube channel but basically she was saying her opinion and I thought this was a really good opinion she was saying I don't understand why you guys are going on vacation when you have a mansion like it's so huge like obviously we're i'm lucky to have a roof over my head like i'm really yeah. lucky to be at home and like we're warm we're safe like we're we have a tv they have mansions they probably have like a gaming room they have probably an indoor pool like what what is there like why do you need to go on vacation when you have all that in your house yeah what you want to take a vacation go to the other side of your house like <laughs> <laughs> exactly and plus it's in los angeles too so it's like it's always summer there yeah. I don't know. Like, Go out by the so pool and, like, record shirtless TikToks or something. You do that all the time <laughs> anyways. Exactly. Like, and, and Keep yourself if busy. Wanted, if they wanted to take a break, and Spilly said this too, like, if you wanted to take a break, then delete TikTok for, like, a day. Or, like, just yeah. go on airplane mode. Like, don't, like, if you're so stressed, like, then just don't go on your phone. Mm. I don't know. Meditate. Like, what? <laughs> I don't do know. something order takeout if, support your local uh, businesses exactly <laughs> oh my god i could go for a burrito right now ah uh, chipotle is getting all my coins <laughs> mm -hmm. um but but yeah like what what do you think about like influence like what is your intake on that like how do you feel they are in a position where so many people look up to them and the mm -hmm. actions that they're taking are not what you should be doing in that sort of position. Exactly. Because what is that teaching the younger generation? What is that teaching all the people that look up to you? That this is fine? That's yeah, like, oh, yeah, yourself. I can do all this stuff and it'll be fine. I think, they, like, I think they also tend to forget that they have followers and they're um, role models. I don't want to say role models, but like obviously they're, like you said, there are young like people watching them all the time and plus most of the tiktok people are mostly 13 and like 13 and like 16 i guess yeah so it's like like obviously you have a younger audience you have to be aware obviously i think they were trying to like hide the fact that they were in the bahamas in the first place like trying to not let anybody know what they're doing to obviously not get their younger audience to see but obviously they got caught so it's like it's like well, Either way. If you're so worried about getting caught, then just don't do it. Yeah. Like, it's that simple. <laughs> and you know what? Charlie D'Amelio is getting so much backlash right now. Like, she's ignoring the fact that, like, she's getting, like, backlash. Like, because she literally did a few TikToks where she looks really tan. And, like, she's just doing a TikTok dance. 
And everybody's going at her in the comments like, why don't you just like say and own up and say, I'm sorry for going to the Bahamas. And then like mm -hmm. she deleted all the comments that said something like that, or she turned off her comments or something like that. But I don't know. I feel like if you, if you're an influencer and like you obviously, you have to own up, obviously like it's, it's really hard. I don't know what to say. I just find it like just upsetting that it's like, we're this close to like, for us, like at least to go on vacation and to see, like, I really just want to see my friends. That's the only thing for me. And it's like, people are taking yeah. advantage of that. So let's just move on from that before we get a little bit more heated. <laughs> um, a little so too heated. <laughs> too heated. But obviously, let's move on. Since we are speaking of influencers, look at that smooth transition. Smooth transition. Um, I want to talk about influencers having movie roles. So, okay. Okay, so obviously we briefly mentioned in a few episodes that Addison Ray is going to be in a movie. If you guys don't know, basically there's this movie called, and I mentioned this in the episode too, like it, there's this movie called She's All That. It's a 90s movie, 2000s movie. It's like 1999 to 2000s mm -hmm. movie. And basically it was filmed like a long time ago. Usher was in it. Like if you guys want to go stream it, it's on Netflix. Like it's just the old version. But Addison Rae is going to be in the new movie version of He's All That. Apparently, the roles are going to be reversed. Uh, but basically, what the movie is about, if you guys don't know, it's just basically um, a girl, like, this popular guy makes a bet with his friends. By the way, Paul Walker was in that movie, too. Really? Uh, She's All That. Yeah. Rest in peace, Paul Walker. He was mm -hmm. in that movie. He was really young. I think that was, like, his second or third, like, ever being in a movie. I think it was before Fast and the Furious. Like, he oh, okay. was really young. But anyways, he was in the movie. And basically, this popular guy is, like, be, uh, like have a bet with this other popular guy. Like, hey, like, if you can't find a loser-looking girl to take the prom. I don't really remember the bet in the movie. Like, I just remember them. Like, I only cared about the love storyline. <laughs> like, that was me. Yeah, it's, like, a really weird... It's a, it's a cute, like, weird movie, but it's, like, really clever. But obviously, they both end up falling for each other. Woohoo, like spoiler alert so and then like it's just like it's just basically a movie about like uh like a loser girl and like i don't want to call her a loser but she looked like a loser but i don't want to be i don't want to be but why does it have to be a loser girl well that was a stereotype back in the 90s <laughs> but like popular people can go out with loser people well i guess because they're or... used to going out with popular pretty girls well, right, yeah. don't get me wrong. The girl was really pretty in the movie. They did, like, a makeover and everything. There was, like, this iconic scene where, like, uh, she's all that, where uh, she goes down the stairs and she's wearing, like, a really pretty dress. It's, like, an iconic thing, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. If you guys want to see the movie, you can stream it. I'm not really good at explaining this movie because it's, like, literally all over the place. So, like, it, it's literally all over the place. But, like, this, I feel like the storyline gets really good in the middle. So, but anyways, Addison Rae is going to be in the remake of He's All That. And apparently the role, the gender roles are going to be reversed. So okay. she's going to be the popular girl and the guy's going to be the loser. That's all I know. Makes That's sense. all I know from the storyline, I guess. Like, we all just know that it's going to be the roles reversed. Like, the gender roles are going to be reversed and how... It's just going to be the same storyline, but it's just going to be different genders. You understand what I mean? Yeah. But overall, a lot of people were... Like, when they announced this movie... A lot of people were very upset at first. Well, I don't know now because, like, this was before, like, when they announced that they were going to do a remake. Like, the way they announced it was, hey, we're making a remake of She's All That and Addison Rae's going to be the lead. And everybody was upset because it's like, bro, like, you're literally hiring her because obviously if you guys don't know Addison Rae, she's a TikToker. She does dances, yeah. lip sync stuff. And that's basically how she got famous. I think she was, like, the second girl that got famous off of TikTok. Like, Charlie was, like, the first one, I think. Obviously, she was the first one. So Addison mm -hmm. was, like, I think one of the other ones, too. So overall, a lot of people were really upset. The backlash was really upsetting because it's, like, you're literally hiring a non-talented girl that literally just does TikToks to be in a movie. Like, no one knows if she can act. That's the issue. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see. How do you feel about that? How do you feel that an influencer with lots of followers is in a blockbuster remake movie. How do you feel about that? Um, it would depend on how she got the role. 
if she was given the oh, role well, uh, just because she's famous. Yeah, if she's just given the role because she's famous, then no, I don't think that's okay. But mm-hmm. if she, like, actually wants to become an actor and audition for this role and really wants to get it, then I would be fine with it because she's actually working towards it. So she was on a podcast with, I think, I don't really know the Vlog Squad. I'm so sorry if you're a Vlog Squad, like, fan member. <laughs> I I think it was Zane's podcast. Uh, apparently she's really best friend, like, close friends with Zane. And she was on his podcast and she was explaining the story of how she got the role. Like, I guess that was like her way of saying, hey, haters, like, this is how I got the role. So apparently, literally, when she was like little, she always, she has always wanted to be an actress. And I remembered I saw an ET interview with like the entertainment, like, news place, like, how she said she really wanted to focus on acting. And I thought that was really interesting because, like, I don't know, like, you're an influencer. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, you never really I, think I that when yeah. you look at them yeah yeah i don't know but she was saying on the on the podcast where she was saying that her agent is also like um she's like a manager to like public figures and also like a movie agent so she offered her a role like she offered her to do an audition and apparently she did her audition she said the only acting experience she ever got was in high school like high school drama class mm-hmm. so she's never done any acting school she hasn't done any like schools like that we've been to and stuff so it's like it was fairly new for her and apparently she got the role like she had a bunch of callbacks and apparently like she got the role like literally in her fourth or fifth callback so i guess like i guess yeah so a lot of people assumed like oh she just got given the role but she actually worked hard for it which i was actually really surprised yeah i I would i was surprised too yeah i mean but i'm glad that she actually worked for it Mm -hmm. yeah She's a really pretty girl, like not, I think she was the perfect look for it too. Cause obviously mm-hmm. you want to play a popular girl and obviously you got to be, pre- well, yeah, pretty. <laughs> yeah. You have to be pretty if you want to be a popular girl. Yeah. That's really hard. I think we mentioned this too, how like, um, obviously you have to have that perfect look for, to be an actor. Cause obviously mm-hmm. if you don't have the look, you can't be in the movie. Yeah. So it, it sucks sometimes too, for people like, they could be crazy talented, but mm-hmm. if they don't look a certain way, then, like, they w- they'll have trouble getting roles, and that kind of blows. And I wish it was different, but so be it, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But, like, obviously, it's very different now in this generation, because I feel like Usher was in the, the old movie of He's All That, and he was just a DJ. But I feel like that's way different because, like, I think back in the day, it's like if you're just a celebrity guest, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we didn't really have influencers in the 2000s. So it was like, or like, you know, like Britney Spears would be on um, How I Met Your Mother. It's like, it was very different back in the day. I feel like now, like, the difference with our generations, like, the influencers are just being different characters. They're portraying another person. Mm-hmm. You know? Wait, I really... Yeah. I, oh, yeah, go, go, go. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, I feel like now influencers are more of a celebrity to the younger generation than actual celebrities are. I agree. Which you is know, really like, weird to think about, you know? Because mm-hmm. I grew up loving Britney Spears, Jennifer Lopez, Selena Gomez, and they're all, like, talented, working hard women where it's like, I mean, like, every woman is a, wor- a working hard woman, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, obviously, TikTokers, influencers, Instagram, like, YouTubers especially, like Tana Mojo, or, like, um, I was going to say Bella Thorne, but Bella Thorne was a Disney star and then transferred into yeah. influencer. So it's, like, it's really weird to see. In conclusion, I think we should do, like, a special of that movie, of the Addison Ray. he's all that, because I look, he really want to see her acting work. I really want to see how she is. We can do a whole, like, episode dedicated about it, you know? Yeah. Like, we can have, like, a movie review, what we think about the storyline. Well, obviously, you haven't watched the first one. Like, the the original one, excuse me. You haven't watched it, right? No, I haven't. It's on Netflix. It's, like, an hour movie. It it gets confusing in the beginning, but then I think once you get into the movie, it's, like, it makes sense. By the way, mm-hmm. Paul Walker's, like, character in the first one is so cute. He was really cute. He was so cute. Yeah. But he was a douche in the movie. That was the only thing. Oh. 
At least he was only a douche in the movies. (laughs) I hate. And hopefully not in real life. And the guy, the main guy, is also. I don't know if you guys ever watched like the live action of Scooby Doo. I used to love the live action Scooby Doo movies, but Mm -hmm. you know the guy. I I don't know the names of Scooby Doo. (laughs) Like you know the guy that likes Thelma. Thelma. What's her name? The one with the red hair, orange hair. Is it Fiona? Veronica. No, I was gonna say Veronica, but that sounds wrong. No, 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 no. But you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. People are going to be like, God, you both are stupid. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, But anyways, he played the the blonde hair guy in Scooby-Doo, the live action yeah. movie version. Okay. I think that's how he got recognized. And that's how he oh. got the role. I think that's oh, how. Like, okay. And then he ends up like, for real, he's married to the girl that played the orange hair girl in Scooby-Doo. They're married in real life. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cute. I love that. I know. I love when, like, two actors, like, fall in love on set. That's romantic to me. That's Mm -hmm. really romantic to me. But, yeah, that could be a whole different subject about that. But, yeah. Um, If you guys want to see She's All That, it's on Netflix, or you could just find it on, like, a website, I guess you would say. Um, (laughs) Are you going to watch it? Not that I told um, you, even though it was really bad. I mean, I, I might. I have a lot of time on my hands, so. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Okay. I'll try Alrighty. it out. All right. So now let's move on to the final subject of the day. We're going to obviously, I couldn't think of any story times to talk about. So obviously, a lot of people like know that we went to a film school. And mm-hmm. obviously, we mentioned that we auditioned to be in it. So I decided that we should talk about our experience slash story time of how we got into the school, how our audition process was, how did you feel that day? So Maxine, let's start with you. What was your experience? <laughs> um, I was scared shitless. <laughs> oh, me too, girl. Because oh I really wanted to go to the school and I was so afraid that I wasn't going to get in, and then I didn't know what I was going to do. Question, did so, you audition for other schools while you auditioned for our film school? Yes, I auditioned for three other schools, I think it was. Oh, okay, okay, got you. And I only got accepted into one of the other schools, so it was another school and then the film school that I got accepted into. But I remember we had a tour. I think it was like the day of, I think. We had a tour of the school. So we got to like go around and see everything. Yeah. You got that. No, I didn't get that. You didn't? Oh. I feel like I'm betrayed now. I'm going to go cry. But yeah, you had the tour. Yeah. But yeah, and then I remember we were waiting and. The person who auditioned me, he was late. And that just, like, my nerves were, like, so... They were, like, I was already nervous, but then when he was Mm -hmm. late, I was like, oh, my God, he's late. Now I really had to, like, sit and think about it. But when he finally got there, he's like, hi, are you Maxine? I was like, yeah, that's me. He's like, I'm so sorry. I was talking to these other directors about a movie thing. We got carried away, and I was like, you know what? That's a damn good excuse. <laughs> it's all good. You're talking <laughs> to about not, a movie? If you were, like, talking about a movie, that's fine. I totally get it. Oh, my but God. But I remember there was this classroom that had, like, a big green screen on the wall. Yeah. Oh, that was the same room I went in for my audition. Yeah. Audition. Oh, my God. It was God. the exact same room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember. Okay. I remember going in and, like, sitting with him, and I was so nervous. Like, I so badly just wanted to, like, get... It like get it out of the way, like my monologue and everything. You auditioned, right? Yeah, actually, something interesting about the interview. So, originally, I was thinking of starting in January, and not in October. (gasps) Then we would have met. (laughs) Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was thinking of starting three months later. But they weren't accepting auditions for that, like, term yet. So I had to audition for the October one because I wanted to do all of my auditions for all my schools at the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So he asked me what term I wanted to start in, like what start date. And I could have said January, but instead I said October. But was it by accident? No. you said that? I thought about it. I thought, like, should I say January? Should I, like, start in January? Like, I was thinking about it. But mm-hmm. then I thought, like, last second, I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to say October. So oh, I could smart, have been smart. in a completely separate term from everybody. And I wouldn't have been in the same classes. And I wouldn't have met all you guys. Oh it would have been God. totally different. That would have been different. an alternate universe. I know. Really weird. I know. Wow. So... Yeah, but I remember he loved my audition. He loved my. What, what was your like? What did? Where did you get your script? Like, what was the script? Like, what was it for? Do you remember? Uh, like the the one that I did with him. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Which script did you audition for? Like, what scene did you do? Do you remember? Um, all I remember was, like. Oh. I wanted to like go like go somewhere and I wanted him to come with me. Like it was like a husband wife situation, I think. Oh. I can't remember okay. what movie it was from. It was from but a, it was oh, like it was a film. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. but I was trying to convince okay. him to like run away with me or something. That's oh. all I remember. Wow. You're trying but, to convince the director of our school to run away. Yeah, with you. <laughs> pretty much. I know. Oh my god! It but I remember. For you to get yeah. Well, I remember when we were leaving. We actually ended up mm-hmm. taking the elevator. Me and my mom took the elevator with him down, like out to leave because he had to go somewhere oh, else. So you guys were both in the same elevator. Oh. Yeah, wow. and he turns to my mom and he's like, "Your daughter was outstanding," and I was like. <gasps> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is great. Oh, my God. And I remember uh, my counselor, because we all had counselors when we were starting, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was so, your, like, was it a boy or a girl? It was a girl. Okay, there's a lot of girls, so I don't want to say any names, but. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Was um, she black hair? Just no. curious. Okay, okay. She was blonde, okay. had glasses. So (laughs) she had told me, so I auditioned, we auditioned like early in the year. I think it was around like March or something. And she said, oh, you're not. Yeah, she's like, oh, well, you're not going to get any acceptance letters until like April. You're not going to find out till then. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. That makes sense, right? I had dance class that same night. And I remember I got an email from her. And I didn't read the full email. All I read was, hey, like, I heard that your audition went great. And I was like, okay, great. Like, I'll read this later. So there was a point in my dance class where we had a little bit of a break. So I thought I would open up the email to read the rest of it. I didn't, I was like, she's probably just telling me you did great. Like, they'll let you know in like a month or whatever. This -hmm. was like four hours after my audition. And Mm -hmm. I opened up the email and the rest of the email said, you're going to be getting your acceptance letter tomorrow. <gasps> what? Yeah. Wait. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, I know. I like freaked out. I was crying in the middle of my dance class. <laughs> I was so <laughs> excited. Like, oh, you okay? Yeah. But yeah, I got accepted like that same day. It was crazy. Wow. I was so excited. Yeah. Everything all happened like literally like boom, 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 boom. Pretty That's much. Wild. Yeah. Mine's, mine's was very different than yours. Really? I'm excited yeah. to hear it. Okay, so my audition process, like, they didn't tell me to go on tour or whatever. Or, like, on that tour. Oh, my God. I sounded like I just said I'm going on tour. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, no. Um, no, so for me, I, like, I literally just went to downtown. Like, I had lunch with my... My mom came with me, so, like, we had lunch and stuff. And then I went to the building. We were lost for, like... 20 minutes so we were like where the frick is this building yeah and we finally found it we came in and then um the secretary girl at the front was like okay like you gotta wait whatever and i started like shaking for some reason i was like oh my god like who am i auditioning because like i remember the the guidance counselor like you said told me like who i was auditioning for but i never met him or saw him or anything so i was really nervous mm-hmm. and i later later on found out that he was the because i think it was after like I thought he was, like, a teacher. Like, I, well, obviously he was a teacher, but, like, I thought he was just, like, a regular teacher. But then yeah. later on when I met everybody at orientation, someone told me, oh, like, I heard he's the 
the main like guy in the in the in the film school. And I was shook. I was like, wait, I auditioned in front of the main director, like that the guy that literally made this what the frick? I like I was shook after. But anyways, I didn't know who I was auditioning for, so I was nervous, I was waiting, and then the guy said, um the the director, we're gonna call him the director, he said my Mm -hmm. name and he told me to come up. And like I went into the room, he interviewed me, and then like I was just talking to him like he was my friend, like he was asking me like the interview questions and like when I wanted to start. And I said, October, sir. So I was like, I was for sure doing October. And he's yeah. like, oh, didn't you want to do July or something? And I was like, no, 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 no. October is fine. Like I, I just said something like that. And my monologue was very, um, I don't know where I got my monologue, but I remembered like I was assigned for it in drama class. So I just reenacted it in front of him basically. And I basically okay. did which was really smart because I took all the notes that my teacher said from my performance and I did it way differently in front of him. So, yeah. And I guess it blew him because my monologue was basically about like murdering six girls that I thought that were really pretty. And like, I'm confessing to the police and like I threw a chair. So I went all out for my audition. Wow. Yeah. Like I threw a chair. I asked him before, like I did my thing. I'm like, question, am I allowed to throw an object? He goes, whatever makes you comfortable. And I said, perfect. I'm going to borrow this chair. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't throw it at him. Like, whoa, that would have been crazy. That I would have been Yeah, no, no, you definitely would not have gotten it. Exactly. At the director. Oh my god. But basically I I just threw the chair, I did whatever, like and he was like he looked like he was like I thought he was gonna look impressed, but he just looked up and down a lot and goes, Okay, that was great, thank you. And I'm like, You have nothing to say really? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I was like, sure. Okay, uh... And then and then mine was different because my guidance counselor also emailed me like within a month, like like you said, like in April, like you're gonna because I auditioned the same time in March, but I think it was like a different day or something. But mm-hmm. she told me that I was gonna get my acceptance letter in the mail in April. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I got an email from her saying what like good job, whatever. But I never got an acceptance like thing. But apparently, my guidance counselor said that he was very very impressed, like with my performance he's seen nothing like that before nobody went out and beyond like like that like audition pro- like it was like apparently like it was very different than all the other students's audition process like i went all out for the first like mm-hmm. thing so i was like oh shoot like what's everybody else doing <laughs> like what's yeah going on? So I don't because I threw a chair and everything like i think i really impressed him so yeah I don't know. Or maybe he was just intimidated because you were throwing objects. He was probably like, whoa, okay, if I say no, she's going to end up throwing an object at me next. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine. Oh, my God. Please don't throw objects at teachers' kids or the actual, like, director of your school. Yes. Imagine if I didn't know he was a director. I would have thrown. Imagine if I threw, Whoa. Oh no. Um <laughs> God. Anyways, fast forward. In April I got my acceptance letter. I was so happy. My parents were so stoked. My parents called my family because obviously like my family's like really close with each other. Mm-hmm. New family. And they were all like, let's celebrate. I remember we went out for like dinner to celebrate my acceptance. Oh, so nice. it was like really yeah. It was really nice. And then, yeah, and that's how I got into the film school. <laughs> Yay. Yours was very interesting. Mine yeah. had the, like, I threw an object. <laughs> I still can't get over I was that. not that dramatic. I mean, during I my audition. Obviously, apparently it's a really good school. So obviously, like, they want, I, I thought about, like, going above and beyond. Because I don't know if you guys know, because I went to another school. I briefly mentioned this. Like, I went to another school before I went to our film school. And I, my audition process was really different. I don't know if you, do you want to know that or it's okay. We could just like move on. <laughs> Doesn't matter to me. You want to talk about that? Okay. It's just like a really brief thing, but basically mm-hmm. like it was a very different process. Like I auditioned in front of a teacher and I remembered I was waiting in like a classroom with like full of other, which was really weird. Cause, because when we, I don't know if you auditioned, but like, were you alone when you like, were you waiting outside alone or, like, with other students? The one 
audition, I was wait there was a waiting room and I was waiting with other students. Oh, and then I okay. went into a room and there were a panel of teachers there for my mm. audition. But the other one, I actually did my audition with other students. Oh, like there, together and, and Yeah, in there the was like room. 20 of us. Yeah, oh. and we all did our auditions together. Yeah. In front of you guys. Wow. Yeah, so not only in front of like some teachers, but also in front of other like potential students as well. Oh. So. But did it intimidate you that like there was other students waiting with you like outside? Were you like very extra nervous or like very intimidated or like like how did you feel? Um I just kind of tried to keep to myself mostly and like mm. keep myself focused in a yeah. sense. I didn't want to like freak myself out thinking, "Oh my god, there's other like actors. I bet they're better stuff. than me." Yeah. yeah, so just try to like stay in my own element. I guess with the mm-hmm. whole anxiety thing, I I've kind of learned how to like calm myself down and I've learned <laughs> yeah. techniques like to you were like just not in your own zone. Yeah. Yeah. For me, yeah. like, I was with other students in the room, and it very, like, at the time, like, I knew I had anxiety, but I didn't know what to cope with, so I was, it made me very, very, very nervous. I almost forgot my lines. Like, I was auditioning in my, like, auditioning. I was practicing it in my head, and I was, mm-hmm. like, really, really nervous that I was going to mess up and all that stuff, right? So I they called my name. I went in, and the weird thing was, did you audition in front of a camera? No, I don't remember in our school, like, we had the camera. It was just in front of the director. Yeah, no, I don't remember there being a camera. Oh, okay, because the first one that I, the first school that I went to, I had to audition in front of a camera, and that was also oh. intimidating for me. It was really, really, like, nerve-wracking. And then on top of that, like, there was this teacher, she had, like, her MacBook, she had her notes, she had her folders, she had everything set up for the, like, for the audition, and it made me more worried. And I stumbled my words when I said hi to her and I did the interview with her. Oh, I and plus like it was like my first time ever auditioning in front of like a film school before mm-hmm. our film school. I feel yeah. like the second one, like I felt more confident, but the first one because I was literally fresh out of high school, like I didn't know what to do. It was just like really mm-hmm. nerve wracking. But I remember yeah, my drama totally. teacher gave me notes and and like things to say and stuff, so it really helped. She was really helpful. Shout out to my drama teacher. Like, she was, like, she was the one that made me believe that I could be, like, a, like I'm a good actress and, like, I can get into the school. She even wrote, like, a reference letter for me for, oh, nice. um, yeah, for the first uh, school. So I was, like, oh, thank you. <laughs> but, yeah, Drama overall, teachers, the, man. They're the greatest. I know. <laughs> full heart. Full hearted woman. Well, men's, whatever other drama teachers out there. My drama teacher was a girl, but... Long story short, I auditioned, I did my, I did my audition from a movie called Clueless. And she asked me, like, okay. is that your, and she asked me, was that your favorite film? And I was like, yes. She goes, I never heard of it. What's it called? And then I told her the movie name and she was like, oh, I'm going to go check it out. Cause she, she seemed like, no offense. She was a little old, like a oh. little bit too old. Okay. So I was like, she doesn't know Clueless. <laughs> I love Clueless. That, that was my favorite movie. Like my all time, like it was before Mean Girls. Like that's my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I did like the audition one, the scene where like she tells like, um, she does her debate, but she has that gum in her finger and she's like telling mm-hmm. about the atheist and stuff. That's literally, that was my uh, audition piece that I did. And she was just like, really like, she was asking me a lot of questions about the movie. And I was like, because like, I was like, okay, so like right now, right, the Hadians needs to come to America. And then, and like, I was talking like a totally different person. Like I was just doing my hand movements. I was pretending I was in class doing like a debate, like a regular debate. Mm -hmm. So I felt like natural after. So yeah. So I guess she really liked it. Apparently there was like a few students that like had, like there was like a lot of students that auditioned to come into the school and only like 50 of them like got accepted so I was like oh my wow. god like I hopefully get accepted like I'm really really scared and then obviously lo and behold if you guys saw from the last episode that was the school that I auditioned for and I got the acceptance letter and I was crying I was like oh my god they picked me okay, <laughs> okay guys um I think that wraps up today's episode it was a really yeah. short one um obviously yeah I really loved everything that we talked about today. It was subtle, simple, sweet, cherry on top of the icing. Also, my audio is going to die. So let's just quickly wrap yes. this up. 
Anyway, as going. always, guys, thank you for listening and tuning in and watching our podcast today. Thank you, Maxine. Mm-hmm. I love you, girl. Oh, thank you. Love you. <laughs> um, do you want to do the? Uh, you want to continue the outro? Um, oh, oh uh, on Instagram. As always. Yeah. Instagram, right, YouTube. All the other places are going to be linked below the YouTube video. I literally can't talk right now. Where you can listen to no, <laughs> where you can listen to our podcast. Also, if you are yeah. listening to this on Spotify, please follow us for more updates and we'll keep you updated every yes. time we uh, upload a video. Oh my god, we're all over mm-hmm. the place. I know. Always, if you guys have any concerns, if you have any concerns or feedback, please let us know in the DMs or let us know privately in our accounts. Um, it'll be mm-hmm. also listed below and also our main account was going to be in the link in the bio of our Instagram page. As yeah. always, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. We'll see you guys next week. We love you. Anything else? Maxine? Um, Shout out to all the anti-maskers for ruining our yes. COVID everything. Stop ruining you. everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and always no, just, guys, this yeah. is a really good way to end it too. Uh, please yeah. uh, stay safe, guys. Obviously, there is a pandemic. Please stay Absolutely. home. Wash yeah. your hands. Do your part uh, to get us to a better future. And obviously, uh, stay safe. I already said that. Why am I repeating myself? <laughs> uh, Just stay again, safe. I love you guys. <laughs> yeah. If you want us love to see you, yeah. me and Maxine in person and actually do this podcast together, then start wearing your mask. Start washing your hands. Yeah. Essentials. Don't Period. Go out. Period. Don't travel. Ah. Anyways, oh my god, my audio went in. But thank you guys for watching. Love you guys and see you all next week.